Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Two Thumbs Up Podcast. If you guys are having a fantastic day today, as always, I am joined by my co-host, Ducky the Gamer. And we are going to be bringing you guys the news and everything you need to know happening inside the world of mobile gaming. We got lots to talk about today. As we did miss the podcast last week, and there was honestly a lot of stuff that happened like right after the podcast got recorded <laughs> as well. So we'll try to break everything down for you guys. But obviously, I would say probably the biggest announcement of the week, the one that a lot of the mobile community is looking forward to, is the announcement that we'll finally get to see official gameplay for Warzone Mobile. It is going to be at the Call of Duty next event being held on September 15th in Los Angeles. Uh, and it's going to be... It's going to be a really big deal because this is the first time uh, an event like this has really happened for uh, a mobile title, especially for it to be happening alongside the release of Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2. So Wait, Warzone, uh, Warzone 2 is a thing? Yeah, Warzone 2 is a thing. It's not oh. releasing at the exact same time as Modern Warfare 2, but it's like a couple months later. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I knew about Modern Warfare 2, but Warzone 2, interesting. Huh. I'm, I'm not sure if they're covering Warzone to at the event uh but i think there probably will be some teasers and announcement about it but anyways uh myself and a bunch of other content creators did get invites to the event so uh, as basically all the cod mobile partners streamers and youtubers as far as i'm aware and then i think the one non-cod mobile guy is when sanity did you see anybody besides him no i was just gonna ask who outside of cod mobile got invited because i didn't get invited and i i'm not no hard feelings because i yeah uh, understandable it seems like there's just cod mobile which like very understandably like you're not gonna invite like an apex player you're not gonna invite like a clash of clans player Mm -hmm. to go play your new competitive first person battle royale shooter um but i i didn't see any i know uh, did was vague invited was he i think vague was invited it, the thing he is trolls. Vague That's has, the... he he has ruined his twitter for <laughs> like nobody's ever gonna take any announcements That's that he I'm posts saying. seriously so he'll still get impressions but nobody's ever gonna believe him again which is up to him i have talked to some people and i was told vague was invited so i think that was a part of that tribe content group okay, that, yeah yeah uh, it does seem like the majority of the the tribe cod mobile content creators are going to be going with yeah. the exception of Kyle and Yan Reek, and that might just be because they're outside. International. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so crazy. Like, I grew up playing COD. Like, COD was my first. When I when I got on Xbox, I had a Wii first. No, I had a PS2, and I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I remember. And I remember I, 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 I did the cheat code to make it so I never fell off a rail. And I got a Wii. And then when I finally got around to get an Xbox 360, COD black ops i was like 10 bro i don't know my parents were parents have always been chill but i was like 10 and they let us get black ops just playing zombies bro just playing multiplayer um and these events cod would host these events of like early access gameplay like i remember like jericho would be there uh pro syndicate who else like white boy 7th street would be like all those og cod youtubers would be at these events recording content on the new cods did they invite Chris Smoove to those? I don't Chris... I don't know the timelines of Call of Duty and how that lined up. Bro, I don't know. That I I'm shocked I pulled those three out of my um <laughs> out of my head. But it's just crazy to think now that mobile creators are getting invited to like the new Warzone mobile event. Like it's it's just so it's like so weirdly full circle that it doesn't feel real in that regard. It's like I it's mm-hmm. like I can't I don't know if I can compare it to anything else of like how like it's not this, there's like, no other game that does stuff like that to be honest like yeah you can you can say all the bad stuff that you want about activision and call of duty but there's like this is a, a game that is currently in its alpha state and by the time this event is done i think that warzone mobile will have done will have spent more on marketing their game <laughs> Than like any other game in 2022. So oh, it's <laughs> the, true. the fact that they're already doing something like this because they're obviously we're not getting paid to go, but they're paying for our flights, for our hotels, and everything. I mean, you're gonna get there. some cra- you're gonna get some crazy exclusive content as well. Exactly. So those vids are gonna bang. Uh, yeah. And you, you made a good point of like they're doing it alongside of the actual Modern Warfare 2 event. So typically, mm-hmm. like mobile, the one thing I have really liked about COD Mobile is they've integrated it very well with like the actual cod scene and being relatable i feel like some mobile games like apex mobile it, it's not a terrible oh, uh, dude i no i wanted to not talk <laughs> about the game dude 
I, okay, it's, a, it's too good of an example to not to. Sorry, guys. We're not going to have a dedicated Apex Mobile segment, but, like, Apex Mobile, it's done a really bad job, like, in conjunction with Apex, but them pairing it up with this event, it's going to give it crazy exposure from just the regular COD guys. And I can imagine, as long as they put on a good show and it's good gameplay, it's going to be a really great first impression. I really hope... I mean, I think we've all sort of seen that leaked early alpha gameplay and it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, so I really hope it's like a pretty polished gameplay experience by the time. But now this, for me, it puts into question like, okay, gonna be sick, gonna get hyped, that's dope. What if, what's the release timeline coming here? Cause if I remember correctly, typically they, they used to, yeah, 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 no, they used to do like BO4, like betas where you, you played for like a weekend, like one oh, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that wasn't that like an August though. That'd always be like, yeah, they they've already started giving out beta codes for the uh, for Modern Warfare Two. So I believe that happens in August, but I'm not 100 percent positive. Okay, yeah, because for me it's just playing in my mind. Like if this is exclusive content no one's ever seen before, the beta is not happening. Maybe they'll announce the beta. I, maybe that's that's my kind of like theory is they'll announce the Warzone mobile beta at the thing or at least dates or in like a timeline. But like, do you think it's coming out? this year because i it would be a uh, in my opinion a, an incredible whiff to partner it up with this modern warfare 2 launch event mm -hmm. and then for them to go and then not release it like not with modern warfare 2 but like in a timely manner so i know that warzone warzone 2 is releasing after modern warfare 2 and i don't think this is a an 100 officially confirmed date but i believe there were some leaks i think some warzone streamers were actually told when the release date of warzone 2 is going to be <laughs> if i remember correctly i believe that's december 12th okay given the fact that we definitely still have a ways to go for the progression of warzone mobile that could be the time that they try to line up the two uh i'm definitely expecting either december or january to be like the global actual launch of warzone mobile so if i had to guess it's either going to be the start of the beta for warzone mobile or at least like you said the announcement of the beta for warzone mobile on september 15th so i think that's more than likely going to be the timeline it's tough to tell like what to expect as far as beta durations go because there's been a lot of variation like the the cod mobile beta wasn't all that long but the uh apex How long mobile was, beta it? was like seven eight months i i don't even know maybe Wait, it was no. a year no the house how long is a cod mobile one i i think it was like four or five months i'm not 100 percent positive that's so long that's what that yeah. that's what gets me scared is like the mobile games we have to base off of like warzone's launch they like apex was in some form of a a, a soft launch closed beta open beta for like a year mm -hmm. like they were testing this game for like a year and it seems like warzone's really trying to like out the gate just like keep this momentum going which i could appreciate mm -hmm. but it puts in a question but you also don't want to pull an apex that was yeah I was about to say, you just don't want to pull an apex of like all this hype and then you release the game that really shouldn't have been released then it seems we'll, we'll see i'm holding my reservations to the event uh, i'll be watching i'll be be supporting from the sidelines seeing when the because something something has to be announced they're not going to show gameplay and be like stay tuned for updates that's lame yeah. so hopefully yeah either like a warzone 2 timeline or like a beta gets launched in december and then i don't know i just want something new to play man i feel like it, it could be the soft launch that happens because obviously it there's so many like blurred lines. Well, no, they've already done the closed beta. For... I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. They've already they've already launched the closed beta like two months ago. No, it's the alpha. It's closed. That alpha. was the alpha. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? Uh -huh. Closed alpha means like very few people have access to it. It's like invite only. But isn't that what a uh, closed beta is? is no, closed only? beta is like region specific. Oh, okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. And then yeah. soft launch is region specific, but. Honestly, the big, the biggest confusion for me is like <laughs> the difference between a beta and a soft launch because they're basically the same they're thing, but like the not same, yeah. really. I mean, for me, it's like, uh, I guess those are three stages. You have like your alphas, your betas, and your soft launches, and then the global launch. So uh -huh. if those are the four stages, we've, we're only completing or only done to like one stage right now, which just makes me really scared for like how long it's going to take to push out. We'll see. Like yep. the, the announcement at the conference or the, uh, the event will be telling hopefully build some hype um get some i mean i don't cool think gameplay. you necessarily have to have a soft launch i mean that's been typical for mobile games but 
But this is also like a huge mobile game. Yeah. Like this it, is. It, it, it would be a, a big miss if they do end up missing. So I think they probably want to minimize the opportunity for that to happen as much as possible. Right. And missing in what regard of like doing a soft launch and that like going No, bad? missing is in like letting the game flop. Oh, yeah. Of course. No, there's, there's a lot of writing on this. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's only Warzone Mobile and Valorant Mobile. And Valorant Mobile is not even confirmed for next year. Everyone just. I, it would, the timeline would make sense because they've been doing closed yep. betas for like months now. Um, they did announce that the that it's officially not launching this year. So oh, I I, I, I could have told yeah. you that. Yeah. Well, it's a little it's a little scary that like we only have two games next mm -hmm. year to like really look forward to. I mean, we obviously have Rainbow Six that hopefully there will be some info coming out soon on that, and then like Rogue Company probably coming out next year. But like those are the two main games. So if one of them folds, like we already had Apex that folded. Mm -hmm. Warzone folds. Bro, I'm just going to PC. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> Full-time Minecraft YouTuber. Yep. Speaking of new stuff, new uh, announcements, just some, some minor things. We like to keep you guys updated. You know, the new games coming out because uh, there's so much information recently that's just been getting thrown all over the place, especially now this Warzone stuff in the mix. Uh, Rogue Company now has a Twitter. So I feel like that is a good indication that like they're getting pretty serious about it. Um, and they're getting... Once a game makes its social medias... You can usually expect some announcements pretty soon thereafter, from mm -hmm. my experience. Um, and I think with like Rainbow Six, like that was like they made their Twitter and like a week later they started like yeah. throwing out announcements. So mm -hmm. maybe Rogue Company will have some some betas, some alphas soon uh, that people can can uh, play test. And then yeah, Rainbow Six they did what was it? They announced their Android Open. They beta? they like but, so the many day betas, before man. they like had an announcement. For the announcement of the closed beta of the game i was like hey, oh it's still closed like, i'm pretty sure for uh yeah i will say i i feel like they're kind of like I, I love rainbow six rainbow six is yeah. is, is like the definition uh is, is a prime example of of like doing social media right right mm -hmm. now and in, in like the mobile landscape but i think they're almost taking it like a little too far at times like yeah they're almost trying a little they're, like they're just trying to do too much that it, it feels a little bit extra at times yeah because there was someone i think it was my tweet i want to go find it. it was my tweet yesterday uh yeah i tweeted out mobile gaming is so weird right now everyone's either waiting for a new game to come out or they're playing the same game they've been playing for the last three years uh and then this guy replied so true i'm playing cod m right now because apex is completely disappointed or wait is completely disappointment an optimization to server legs i basically said i'm waiting for rainbow six mobile like and uh, tagged them and then they replied to this guy with like eye emojis. And then they're like, yeah, like give us some information on like a release day. And they're like closed beta starts in fall. So it's like, it's cool to see that level of interaction within a community, but it's mm -hmm. also like dog, like I, that was a completely separate tweet. I didn't mention a single game. One dude yeah. with like, this guy has what? 17 followers <laughs> replied to my tweet. And they were like, I respect it. I commend it. But it's also a little bit like, seeing a verified game pop up in your own tweet mentions like that mm -hmm. it's a little like all right you guys trying to get free promotion like yeah if it'd be different if i was like i'm really excited for rainbow six mobile but it's almost like new games coming out and they're like hey we're a new game come check us out mm -hmm. um so i would rather have too much engagement than than not enough and maybe i'm just like not used to a game company engaging this much I don't know. Yeah, I think it's also like it's one thing to do it if you have like a an active game, but if you if all your game has at that <laughs> point in time is an announcement yeah. of when the closed beta is gonna be, then like uh, maybe pump the brakes a little bit and just like yeah. let things happen and let things develop because it's not like like the the social media manager <laughs> interacting with people when the game's not even in existence yet isn't gonna do a whole lot to build your brand. No, that's actually a great. That's it's a really great point as well. Like, but just looking at their social media numbers, like they're consistently pulling more engagement. Maybe not as many impressions, but more likes um, and like comments on their posts than Apex Mobile is, and they only have. A fourth of the following so it goes to show that like their engagement is working mm -hmm. for the audience um but yeah it's it's also like you need to know when to build this hype because yeah i don't know if apex did apex mobile have this like apex mobile was like hyped like two months before it came out as soon as the soft launch came out people mm -hmm. were going bananas over it uh and these we don't even have a closed beta here um you could pre-register for the closed beta on android and 
the game is, you know, doing great for the state of Tim, but it's almost like mm-hmm. I don't I don't people I don't want people to get tired of a game that's not out. I, w- I would agree with that. I, honestly, looking at the numbers, you are you are right. Uh, Rainbow Six is pulling more interactions on average <laughs> than Apex Mobile. And to be honest, the majority of Apex Mobile's interactions, especially as far as comments go, are probably uh, not super positive. So yeah. I think that is like a lesson to be learned for Apex and the importance of community engagement because as that reputation spreads, people are just going to be more likely to interact and it's going to also build that positive sentiment toward the game. So... Uh, there, there's pros and cons, like you said. It's better to be more active than less active, and I think Apex has shown us that. But uh, yeah, I think they have they have the right mindset. I think a lot of it is just honing in on where to spend that time and energy, and also <laughs> when to start building the hype. So yeah. Speaking of hype, exciting things happening for Call of Duty Mobile. The first ever Garena LAN event is happening this weekend Ooh. for Masters State or Masters Three. Uh, which is also going to have qualifications for Stage 4 for Garena. They are hosting that in the Philippines, Um, so a lot of people excited for that. Me personally, excited to watch party it. Obviously, Garena, I would say, is by far the most competitive region for Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, It's definitely the most active region for Call of Duty Mobile as well. Uh, The majority of the spectating videos that I do are on Garena servers, just because, especially as far as ranked goes, they are a lot sweatier. So uh, huh. one of the interesting things that I did want to note is the timing of this. Um, wait, wait, one question, one question. Mm-hmm. They are having a land stage three to get into stage four when it was just online qualifiers for stage three, like NA, right? Because that, that was yes. the guy who cheated, right? That was the stage three, yes. qual- stage four qualifiers uh-huh. to get into stage yeah, interesting. Is it, is well, it just Gr- because Garena, Garena has tournaments all year long? NA has stage four. <laughs> okay, so that that's the other part of what I was going to talk about is that for global, obviously this is not Garena's fault at all. But for global and mixing in the land event with it, you now have three majors happening in one weekend when you haven't had any events outside of the ones being run in India for the entire last seven months. So it is a little bit interesting. And obviously like some esports are better than no esports, but for an established <laughs> esports scene like COD Mobile, uh, you would expect maybe a little bit better planning on that part, especially since like the amount of hype behind the, the Garena land happening right now, I'm not sure. If the other two regions, like obviously there will be people watching the regions, but I don't think the numbers are going to come anywhere close to what's happening on the Garena land. So you've got LATAM, which is, which is later on. I don't think the LATAM viewership will really be impacted, but you have the India stage four, which is happening basically at the exact same time as the Garena land. I've got so a feeling is that's- the India stage is the Indian LATAM. They're not lands, right? They're just no, online calls. Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's probably going to be a pretty big hit for India stage four. That being said, they're doing a better job of promoting that. They do have in-game skins that you can earn by watching stage four for all the different regions as well. So that's awesome. They're doing a better job of promoting, but I personally, and I think probably the majority of the community would like to see things spaced out a little bit better. Even it doesn't even have to be spaced out like months apart, but like like a weekend, not three majors happening on the same weekend, you know? Yeah. Fortnite. I, I really think Fortnite like kind of mastered the comp scene where there's a new season um, every three months or so, maybe every 100 days. Um, and at the end of the season, I think it's five weeks of competitive Fortnite. So you basically go, what, 13, 13 weeks of a season and the last third of it is the FNCS or it's the, the Fortnite competitive or like championship series. Um, and so there's four weekends of qualifiers and then a semifinals and a grand finals, I think. But this is like every season. And every season it pulls insane viewerships because it's like, it's consistent, it's reliable, you know, uh, end of season, FNTS happening to do a good job of advertising it. And it's like, for me, I something I always, always, always struggled with in COD Mobile was like, I could not and still can't like ever understand the competitive scene because 
at, listen, I, maybe I'm just stupid, but I, I can't seem to find any information anywhere. They don't seem to publicize that much of like, hey, we're doing a Greenland this weekend. Do they have they tweeted about it? Or am I just am I an idiot? Um, I think there's a separate Garena esports account. But like, yeah, I, it, what is it was that? Made like, it was made like a month ago. <laughs> like, okay, so yeah. I remember this is one of my criticisms way, way early on in um, COD Mobile is like, the comp scene is there, it seems like, but it's so decentralized or it's so sporadic that like someone who I enjoy the game, but I'm not like uh, a connoisseur of like COD mm -hmm. mobile content. So I need like a one-stop shop um, to for that. And like Fortnite's competitive Twitter has almost 2 million follower, followers for oh. a game's Twitter where their main account mm -hmm. is 15 million, but 2 million is still like, insane and yeah. they they tweet every day like mm -hmm. literally they have active tweets every day about updates in the game competitive and like that'd be sick to have like a cod mobile esports something or, or another um like an official one yeah no exactly because you that you run the cod mobile esports twitter don't you yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. I, I agree with you. I would love for somebody else to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if I, I want to know uh, what's going on, I just turn on noties. Yeah, yeah, basically. There, okay. There's been a lot of, like, last-second bans and everything as well, so everybody's talking about that right now. But, uh, yeah, all that to say, COD Mobile Esports still got a ways to go as, as far as, I mean, like you mentioned, the, the coordination for people being able to find information. That is something they've improved on because if you go in-game, you actually get a notification that will send you directly to the esports page, which has the brackets for all the different regions. It's going to have scores for all the different regions. So I, I am appreciative of the steps that they're taking, but I think definitely still ways to go to catch up to uh, esports like Fortnite that do have that super well-rounded, uh, very universally known kind of status and how things are going to be timed when to expect things to happen and everything like that. Uh, I think that is super crucial for having a, a consistent esports scene. I wonder why Free Fire has that crazy viewership then. Cause like, it's obviously- It's all because of in-game rewards. Oh, okay. Cause Fortnite does that as well. Fortnite actually is really, they, they partner with Twitch. And if you mm -hmm. watch, you can watch anyone's stream who has drops enabled. And it's kind of like that. If you watch this, the FNCS uh, tournament, you'll get those drops in-game on your account. Um, so you're saying COD Mobile is going to be doing that this time? Yes. This weekend? Yep. Is it is it this weekend? Uh, it's for all the weekends. Oh, I'm saying like, is it this weekend though? Like, Oh yeah, the uh, <laughs> LATAM and India are this weekend. Yes. Okay, so, wait, wait, so when's Garena then? Garena's this weekend as well, but it doesn't have rewards. Bro, what? You're going to have a <laughs> land, bro. God. Their main focus is the land, just because people have been waiting for that for so long. No, I know, I know, I know, first... but it's like, you already yeah. have such a hype event. Why not yeah. magnify that? What? Anyways, man, I don't know. That's, uh, it's disappointing. It's just like, I feel like we see so many things that like, listen, I'm not a marketing. I didn't go to school for marketing. I don't have a degree in marketing. And But it's like, is that like a, not a no-brainer? Like... Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, it should be a no-brainer for, like, every game at this point, but for some reason, they'd... I, I think I Arena's know. almost, like, so focused on esports that they don't think about incentives. They just put, like, all their time into effort into actually making the esports happening, and other things like that kind of fall by the wayside. How, what was the viewership for last year's Stage 5 like? Because it was only, like, a few thousand viewers. Oh, it was not It was not good. There, there were no rewards. There was very little promotion. I think it capped at, like, five or 6,000. Oh my god. Yeah, but I do you think do you think the Garena land will beat last year's stage five viewership? Oh, I I'd say there's a pretty good chance. Especially the main thing is in Garena, Facebook is the main viewership platform. So their Facebook stream will probably be 30, 40, 50,000 if I had to guess. Fascinating. Wow. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean and that just like just crazy. The mobile cause Free Fires was YouTube. They yes. pulled out like 3 million on YouTube. But 50K, like, that's still really, even on Facebook, that's that's super respectable. Speaking of big viewerships and streamers of the like, uh, <laughs> uh, some pretty hot and heavy drama has been going down recently of streamers being swatted in um, the community. Most notably, Speed, um, what is it? What's his name? This is Speed? Yeah. Yeah, or okay. I, sh I, I show speed, wait. bro. I whoa, speed, I, yeah, yes. I'm getting flamed for that one. I show speeds. I, I don't watch him. Um, yeah, but don't, yeah. he was 
there was even drama about the swatting because the the lead up to it was so confusing of like mm -hmm. he prank called 911 so he called 911 in quotation marks but it was his friend on the other line as a contact saved in his phone 911 and he was prank calling uh, yo you guys got to come down here you know i set my ps4 on fire come help me out and then i don't know the duration in between that call and when he got swatted but then like that was one of the more aggressive swatting so if you guys don't know for context swatting is when someone um prank well not prank calls they will find out where someone lives call should i explain it i feel like i'm giving too much detail here for like how i feel like most people know what it is at this point okay you call into that person's local police department you you file a threat or like a very serious like uh someone's life is at risk at this address go send a okay, swat maybe team. not like this much detail i was just gonna say <laughs> you call the police and get them to go to a person's house thinking that they're bad bro but no he's trying to give you guys a play-by-play no, -play of how to I'm... how to swat your least favorite streamer we don't want to do that no obviously i'm just saying bro <laughs> I, that that explanation though is out there because that's how i figured out about it and like i think a lot of people like well that's what they say like i know do you know which critical yeah i think he explained it uh, as that like i think he reacted to one and he was like um because like or else you can't you can't swat if you're just like yo dude someone something's crazy going on in this house like so yeah maybe a little too much information i haven't done it if you're asking, i i have not partaken because it, it, it is illegal like it is a felony it is a felony i will not do it i will never do it i'm sorry Ooh. don't do it you'll go to someone actually went to jail for 20 years over this yep. um so it's serious serious thing but it hasn't happened it feels like it hasn't happened for a really long time and then just in this last like two weeks there's been a myriad of like swattings and it was funny today i just saw another one there's a war zone streamer that goes by the name of uh nadia and she was swatted but one of the police officers was a streamer and recognized she was streaming and he was like yo uh she's five subs away from the sub goal like um you know go help her out like we got to talk to her but when i come back i want the sub goal to be hit so it goes like i think i think in like la especially um like you can get swatted but because it's such a it's so popular now like which is a bad thing mm -hmm. uh, but it just happens so many times that police departments know what it is and they're yeah. like okay like you could put your house on like a blacklist of like mm -hmm. there's streamers who would happen to them so many times the police just like don't show up anymore yeah I think, uh, didn't Aiden Ross get swatted as well? Yeah, but was he not in the States then? I don't know. Bro, I don't know. I, I've i tried to follow with uh, up with this as much as I can, but I know Speed, Raw, Aiden Ross got uh, swatted, and I think there's another streamer. And then, yeah, I just saw before hopping on uh, that Nadia was, was swatted. But then, like, the most wholesome interaction ever. And it's just like, yeah. it really... Like, either way, you're traumatized. Like, bro, mm -hmm. if I get knocked, I get, whenever I get a knock on the door, it's my DoorDash. Yeah. Like, if I get a knock on the door at three in the clock and I didn't order DoorDash, like, bro, mm -hmm. I'd, I, I'd be losing it. So, um, yeah, I think I watched back the, the I show speed SWAT, or I watched back the stream where he prank called the police mm -hmm. and the swatting didn't happen on stream so i don't know if that because didn't he like start a second stream maybe i that might have been what know. happened but i i just watched the thing and i was super confused because uh, obviously going back like yes it was it was a fake 911 call i i think i think kind of the two incidents are separate i think what he was doing with the fake 911 call I think that's a serious issue because I think there are lots of impressionable 12 year olds that are watching him that are going to see that and they're going to say, oh, ha, 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 this guy's prank calling the police. We should we should try that next time we're hanging out. And they'll like actually do it, not understanding that he's prank calling his friends. Um, so I think like there, there do need to be repercussions, but I don't think that was related to the police getting called I on him. It, it was all it's, reported so not sp like sporadically but it, like it's just it was a weird story it wasn't like you're streaming like typically mm -hmm. you just you'll just see cops like walk into the like the the camera yeah. frame but he was like outside mm -hmm. and then the cops like took the guy's phone and like forced him to stop streaming which i've never seen before i've never seen yeah. i always I don't think see it's legal is it no i don't think it's uh, like you can't force someone what well, 
I don't know. I'm not a cop. Uh, I'm not yeah. a lawyer. But from, I, usually, it's always cops just, like, meandering through the room, like, checking things out. But that was, like, a really aggressive, like, which mm-hmm. almost, like, you hate to even throw the question out there, like, was it real? I Regardless. That's the thing, though. It's, like, it's a if terrible... he's going to fake prank calling the police, is it yeah. beyond, like, our realm of possibility that he would do that? Like, it's the whole boy who qu- cried wolf thing, like... He's willing to do this much and go this far for content. I don't think it's unreasonable to ask ourselves, was that an actual SWAT? Because, yeah. like, it does seem like he'll do just about anything. I mean, he'll light fireworks off inside his house. Yeah, exactly. he'll light his PS4 on, 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 and fire in his house. He'll call cops, um, you know, artificially call cops. So it's like, and, and that, you, that, you made a good point of, like, there's so many, like, young like that's a young demographic that that mm-hmm. caters to like the I'm gonna be loud and obnoxious and gonna attract the attention of younger. Oh, uh, I, I can't imagine what those kids' teachers have to go through. It must be an absolute nightmare. I don't know, but it's like, bro, that's that's a terrible standard to set. And and it's even like I feel bad having that question through my mind of like, was it real? Like that's, mm-hmm. but it's also like that's the kind of content he's been known to do is just most outlandish stuff and like fake stuff. Yeah. So, I don't I mean, know. if you'll set your house on fire doing fireworks on your bed, like, what won't you do? You know? Yeah, no, that's a, you're crossing the line of just, like, doing yeah. anything. And we've, I think we even said in that, we, we, we talked about this, it was like, he did a 4th of July thing, we lit something, lit fireworks off in his house, and I think I asked, like, you have to, it's like the David Dobrik, like, you have to do something bigger and better. Like, you mm-hmm. can't keep lighting off fireworks, people are gonna get tired of that. So, like, yeah. if, is this the evolution of, like, low-key breaking the law like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a fascinating world being an irl streamer i guess yeah i think that's why so many irl streamers end up getting like banned off platforms because they <laughs> keep trying to go further and further and then they cross the line and they break the rules and then they're gone yeah well uh moving on to something <laughs> I, I don't even know if i feel like talking about this combo has i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. and we might just skip this no wait 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 wait. okay wait why wait why would you want to skip it though I feel like there's not that much to talk about. I mean, COD Mobile has had bots in rank before. I think it's just the, it's been like a slow progression of where the bots are in rank. So it started like they would only be in rookie, they move out to veteran, elite, see them every once in a while in pro tier. And then at the start of this season, rank reset, and everybody was getting bot lobbies, uh, which was interesting because I think that was the one thing that kind of separated cod mobile ranked and put it in my opinion above other mobile games is you have mm-hmm. like a dedicated game mode that you're gonna play where you know that you're never gonna see bots and then for bot lobbies and cod mobile it's not like oh there's a couple bots thrown in there it's you bots. and nine bots it yeah. is like fully fully bots so it's... that's something that i brought up uh with the cod mobile team because i don't think that it's intentional i think that's a change that maybe timmy brought up uh, Timmy being the developer of COD Mobile, trying to maybe keep more people more engaged with rank, uh, but maybe it, not it, understanding that has the opposite. I was gonna uh, say like, and that it turns people off to rank. It people, I don't know, I don't understand. Like, do these guys not play the game? Like, I love COD Mobile, I, I, I love all these games, but like, have you ever played a competitive game with artificial intelligence in it? It is the most non-captivating, boring environment ever and then it also has the reverse effect of oh i just dropped the nuke in pro 2 i graduated to pro 3 ah i went 2 and 18 because they're real players and i actually suck at the game yeah so it's like it does a disservice to people at every level of the game because yeah for the people that are bad that rank up they go against people that are too good for them to play against so they don't want to play for the people that are at the top level they end up because the way skill-based matchmaking works they get so many bad players on their team that it's impossible to win if you're not using the meta every single game. Uh, so yep. it's just, it makes it unenjoyable for them because, yes, you might get a bunch of kills, but at the same time, <laughs> you have to lose every single game because your teammates are so terribly bad. So it, in the end, it doesn't benefit anybody, and it makes things frustrating for every level of the competition. It, it's just a lose, lose, lose across the board. And something like looking onto now, like I don't really play Valorant, but I know they have a system where, like, Let's say you're just like uh, a radiant player. Like you do not belong in the lower levels and you make like a new account for whatever reason. You'll start off iron. I think if you win, like you dominantly win three games in a row, 
um, or like two games in a row, it'll just put you to the next tier. So rather than having to going from iron one to iron two, to iron three, to iron four to go to gold, it goes like iron one, two, gold, and then gold one, two, uh, platinum, whatever. Like it has this really like kind of advanced system of like, if it knows you're cracked and you don't belong in these lobbies, it just kind of shoots you up to where you deserve to be. And COD Mobile BR, I really, for the life of me, want to play this and make content on it. Bro, I have a thousand points because I haven't played Cobble BR in seasons. Do you expect me to sit through 20 minute bot lobby games just to mm -hmm. gain 150 points? Like, I literally, like, whenever I get I'm going to be those bored lobbies, for like 10 hours. Like, I, I don't want to play. I get into a helicopter and then I go AFK because I know nobody's going to shoot me down. So I wait for the zone to close, see where it closes, fly the helicopter there, jump out, kill the last bot, win the game. Like, it's just, it's not a, especially COD Mobile BR, it's not an enjoyable rank system at all. I think that's the biggest thing that has always held back COD Mobile BR. And the only reason that it's as popular as it is in specific regions is because there's enough people to make it so that the lobbies are, uh, like, competitive on a consistent basis. But if you're trying to start out the game, like, from the start, there's just no reason wasting the time to do it. Yeah, no, it's... Like, I don't, like, bots are fine to pad, like, public matchmaking. Yes. But then it's also, like, I'm, it, it's numbing my mind. Like, I'm losing IQ points, forcing myself to try to enjoy, like, playing these bots. Mm -hmm. And it's also, like, as a content creator, I, I, it's not, I can't make content on these terrible lobbies. And it, it, as bad as this, like, if I was smurfing and if I was playing as real people, that is content. Like, I'm just dogging on 12-year-olds and making them cry. Like, that's fun. Like, that's what that's what gaming used to be as well. Like, it's almost a little sad. Yeah. Like, I remember back in the day, I don't know, someone said this before, but I love the point of, like, if someone just destroyed you in an old Call of Duty, it would never be, oh, I hate skill-based matchmaking. It would always mm -hmm. be, how do I do that? How do yeah. I get that good? What controller is he using? What is his sensitivity? What is his class? It was always, what, what can I do to be as good as them? Now it's like, why am I getting put up against good people? I want to go against mm -hmm. bad people, so I feel like I'm the best. Like, it's almost like this, yeah. not victim mentality, but like, you can't lose. Like, they just, losing is bad, but losing makes you better. It makes you want to be better. Yeah. And I think a lot of these games have just been like molded by that mentality of like, everyone just wants to win. And that, you see it, bro. You see in legendary lobbies, when you have kids who go into eight and 53 mm -hmm. uh, against actual players, you're like, bro, now this isn't fun for you. Like, you can't be having fun. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think because mobile developers have become so focused on catering to casuals, they don't know how to create an environment where people who are not casuals can actually enjoy themselves. So, so yeah. much of matchmaking, so much of what, whatever it is, bot lobbies, like that's all catered toward casuals and the the features that make video games more enjoyable for higher skill players are slowly and slowly disappearing like you look back at season one of call of duty mobile there were very few people that reached legendary and so like the season one legendary frame is the only thing in cod mobile anymore that's like legitimately rare like oh that <laughs> guy sick. is like that guy's like actually good because he got legendary in season one any frame after that, it doesn't matter because they started making it easier and easier for people to rank up. You got more points for winning. You got penalized less for losing. Uh, and all those combined just to, to make it more friendly toward casuals. And I think there needs to be somewhat of a balance there. But at the same time, it should be difficult to reach the highest rank in the game. Like, it, it shouldn't just be, I'm, I'm trying to, like avoid reaching legendary and so like i have to try to lose game like that is an issue if i have to intentionally play bad in order to lose a game yeah it's just i think it's a good point of like mobile developers probably are more skewed than like a pc i mean the best rank systems are pc like i don't know the apex mobile rank system is so far off from the pc rank system that it like uh we had a talk with developers um a few weeks back and i just told them i was like bro no one likes his rank system like literally no one in this call has agreed that the rank system is good and just copy the pc rank system that's not even perfect but it's much better than what we have now mm -hmm. like there's no point to reinvent something that sucks 
Like, just yeah. copy something that's good and make improvements from there, rather than... I don't know, man. Mobile games can't seem to figure out ranked anymore. Like, yeah. it's so frustrating, too. Because that's, like... As counterintuitive as it is, like, playing ranked in a mobile game, there's still that, like, hardcore audience, like, you and I that want to, and mm-hmm. we're just left scratching our heads, like, bruh, we just play customs. What, yeah, I feel on? like it's just... I feel like Supercell is the only company that's done it, because, like, you only... And I think... It's partially because Supercell games are all 1v1. And so, like, you have that understanding, like, it's just me against this other guy. Like, there's no there's no threat of a nuke. You're, you're not going to get absolutely steamrolled, <laughs> whatever it is. But they, they figured out a way to constantly match people against people of similar skill level, card level, wh- whatever it is. And mm. obviously, that's a little bit tougher to transfer over to a 5v5, to a battle royale, to whatever it is um but right now it seems like their games are the only place that i can really look on a consistent basis and be like yeah like there's pretty good chance if i hop into one of their games it's going to be a relatively competitive match yeah so we'll we'll see maybe bobby broke through to them and he's he's speaking speaking the good good gospel to the cod mobile team but uh only time will tell um we do have some i so New state um, PUBG Mobile. So if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm, this is a really funny story. I uh, there's there's PUBG Mobile and there's PUBG Mobile New State. New State it's is not a, PUBG Mobile New State anymore. It's just New State Mobile. Apologies, New State Mobile. New State Mobile is. So what? So then, how do I? It was PUBG Mobile. When did it not be PUBG Mobile New State? They they was rebranded. It no, it used to be PUBG okay. Mobile New State, but they they rebranded it to just New State. So it's basically a PUBG Mobile 2 that's not in any way correlated to the main PUBG Mobile, like skin-wise, account progression-wise. Mm-hmm. And when that but game... it's very similar. It's, it's eerily similar. <laughs> um, that game came out November, I think, of last year. Um, right. And you said that's not true? No, that sounds right. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, because I went, that was in November, so I went to this tournament. It was a creator tournament. It was me, Surfing Boy. Noah. Noah. And a PC PUBG player. And mm. when I got there, I didn't know PUBG New State was a new game. I thought it was like a new season. Like a new, it's like a new Fortnite chapter. Like, oh, you go from uh, chapter one, chapter two. <laughs> I thought it was like PUBG chapter one was done. And this was like, it was a like new, it's like the new state of PUBG. And it wasn't. So, um, PUBG, you can explain the ban. You, po- you probably understand the ban a little bit more about uh, BGMI because I don't really understand all that. Yeah, so basically India has been banning like a lot of Chinese apps for a while now. So it initially resulted in the ban on uh, PUBG, which was, PUBG really got its blow up in India. That's where a lot of big Indian mobile content creators were made. It is in PUBG. So that was a really big deal whenever it got banned. Uh, then Crafton, who is like the original PUBG maker, made BGMI, but it was literally exactly the same as PUBG Mobile. <laughs> they just had a different name and a different... Uh, a, what What's the name of it? It's not producer. It's publisher. Publisher, yeah. They, they had a different publisher that put the game out. So that let the game go under the radar for a while, and then boom, out of the blue, BGMI gets banned in India. So now there's no PUBG in India, except New State has no affiliation with Tencent. Tencent's affiliation with PUBG Mobile is the main reason that it got banned in India. Now, Crafton, I believe, is South Korean, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So because they were the developer of New State, they don't have anything to worry about which now provides a big opportunity for them. Now, that being said, the, the launch of New State was extremely underwhelming. I, I didn't actually play it, but from everything that I've seen, the people that have talked about it, it was super, super buggy. There were a lot of issues on launch, and it didn't really live up to the hype. And also, the majority of people that already enjoyed PUBG Mobile just stuck with PUBG Mobile, and BGMI was already back out, so it's not like they were able to pull any of that audience but with both PUBG Mobile and BGMI being banned in India now opens up a big opportunity and I I think my only real source for new state mobile news is Winsanity on Twitter he's saying they've made a lot of big improvements I know they've been running their own esports and it's been FPP which is a big deal because PUBG stuff has always been in TPP at least when it comes to mobile so 
I think this is a big opportunity for them and they could potentially capitalize. Obviously, whenever BGMI got banned, pretty much every mobile shooter got a little bit of spike. I, I sent you those statistics that- Not Apex. Saw, like a, a little bit of Apex, got yeah. like a couple more downloads. COD Mobile got a few downloads and the new state went like way up because obviously, that's a much more lateral movement to go from PUBG Mobile to New State. So uh, I'm curious to see whether or not they can capitalize on that momentum. A lot of people questioning whether or not BGMI comes back as well. I think it's extremely unlikely, but obviously with the amount of money that it makes, they'll definitely make an attempt to. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's fascinating that like, I know Apex Mobile is banned in Belgium because Belgium doesn't allow uh, loot box. Gambling. Yeah, yeah. gambling. Gambling, it is gambling, bro. Apex Mobile's loot boxes are crazy. 0.07% chance. How is that gambling? Come on, One in 1,400 odds, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't even think there's a game in Vegas where you have that little odds. Like, I, genuinely. I doubt it. Roulette yep. is the worst, I think, with like 1 in 36. And that's still better than 1 in 1,400. But it is fascinating to see, like, how you're basically your biggest region of a game just getting banned. But then... Everyone else, it's not like Fortnite Mobile where just the entire platform is axed. Like, it's only a region, but it is your biggest region being, like, negatively in impacted by this. Um, and, yeah, I'm just not a, a real PUBG guy. I know when, when Sanity, like, yeah, like you said, is, like, the only creator that I follow actively that I, I'll see stuff from him. Um, I think Icestream um, started playing a few days ago. So, I think everyone is kind of just, like moseying around to different mm -hmm. games and so if there was a good time for a game to be banned i think now is a good time um because yep. the game mobile game scene is pretty dull pretty pretty low and um you know uh, yeah even on google trends though like new state and new state it didn't even get close to pubg mobile worldwide like mm -mm. even on the peak so it's like it doesn't seem to be affecting it like terribly um but you know it's, it's it's weird. It sucks though. It happens in the first place. Like you, people spend thousands of dollars on games just mm -hmm. for like some political government stuff to get in the way of, of your like games and your accounts, which yeah. sucks. And then I wanted to bring this up. I don't know. Have you heard of the? Uh, there's a Twitch streaming group called OTK with like Misgiv, um, Asmund Gold. Do you know who they are? I I've heard of them. Okay, yeah. So they launched their own like PC building service. Um, and it got flamed because you're you, oh. they were buying they're basically selling like fifteen hundred dollar PCs that are only like eight hundred dollars to build, um, like their markup was insanity, mm -hmm. um, and I I don't I've seen other creators recently launch some of their own products, um, some with more success and validity than others. Um, I'm not gonna name any names, but. It, like have you ever thought about making a product or like selling something or like because people i think we talked about this one time of like should we like people are like just make a game and you're like oh my god no i'm not doing that um so i think the i think the amount of time in like required to invest for that is just not worth the marginal benefit in most scenarios mm -hmm. um like talking about i think the most common example in our space is selling thumb sleeves um yep i don't i can't imagine the, the margins on thumb, thumb sleeves, sleeves. yeah i Hold can't up, imagine I the margins on those are all that good like if i really wanted to full send it selling thumb sleeves i would probably just like ask mgc if they would give me my own bobby brand thumb sleeves and give me a bigger margin like that would probably be a better route for me to take than actually trying to sell my own thumb sleeves just because like the amount of time you got to go through with production with the branding handling social media or you got to pay somebody to handle the social media so many <laughs> things that you have to do to actually make that happen i feel like for me it, it, it would have to be something that does have a big margin that there's a high demand for and the only thing I can think of would be actually profitable would be a game, which time, money, everything's gonna go into that. The one thing I like heavily consider is like, maybe I can make this happen. I was like, I'm gonna make my own gaming tablet, but that's Whoa. just uh, that's just such a big jump. And once again, I think it would probably be better to just 
partner with somebody that actually has like the know-how yeah and then give them the feedback rather than like just part me. of i feel like red magic yeah. would be the most likely candidate of like small enough but also as experience um like experienced enough to actually do something like that um i was considering like two years ago i didn't do much i didn't look much into it but like a universal water cooler for mobile gaming devices because i bought this water cooling like pump it was literally like a pc water cooler where i had like a reservoir and it pump it through the case um for like my iphone something and it was insane like it helped out tremendously for performance and i was like that'd be crazy to like go to manufacturer like make something universal for most smartphones and then you know bring it to the public and be like make your phone not want to blow up every time you ever play a game um but then it's like i mean you're, you're talking thousands in recent development thousands and like molds and like it's a multi tens of thousands of dollars ordeal for something that would probably make a few thousand dollars in sales at most exactly at the, at the current side the mobile scene as big as it is in terms of like um accessories and products like specific to mobile they, there's just no market for them. Like even phone mm -hmm. coolers, like they're super bulky. Who's gonna bring one? Like I think that's the main yeah. thing about mobile accessories is like, who's gonna go out of the way to bring that with them outside of their home? Like yeah. you're not gonna see sitting someone like on the subway with a water cooler next to them. Like that's not happening. So mm -hmm. it was just, I, I just wanted to bring up cause I've seen, um, you know, some, some other faces out there um, doing some stuff and you know, all power to them, but didn't know if there was a Bobby Plays, you know, maybe Bobby Plays tablet coming soon. Who knows? No. Sorry, it's at my door. Okay, it was just the UPS guy. Uh oh, oh, <laughs> uh, we already we talked about it. I say who? I'm getting swatted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is gonna wrap it up for today's episode. If you guys enjoyed as always make sure you smack that like manhandle that like button uh subscribe if you haven't already and if you're on spotify uh make sure you like the uh podcast so that we never miss an episode whenever we uh do create one we're still looking for guests obviously the space is still pretty limited in terms of who we can have on we don't want to run through all of our guests within the you know a few weeks or so so if you do have any suggestions any creators maybe in a different niche or maybe a, a super soul creator you want us to reach out to uh, feel free to let us know in the comment section below. We'll definitely try to read those and uh, reach out. Or if any topics, if you guys, you know, know some, some spicy info that we don't, feel free to share it. We'll look into it. We'll report back to you guys. Uh, but with all that being said, thank you so much for listening in and watching to the uh, Two Thumbs Up podcast. I've been Ducky the Gamer. Bobby plays as always. And uh, have a great one. See you next time. Adios. Peace.